punch it, Chewie! Because once again, it's Star Wars time, and that always makes for a great time here at the Nerdstravaganza Podcast. I'm Tom, and with me this week, as always, are my fellow Force adepts, Brian and Cam. What's up, guys? May the Force be with you. I always feel like an also with you, but that's more of a Catholic thing, isn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. like, peace be upon you. Right, right, right. <laughs> Anyway, should be a great episode. We are assembled here tonight to talk about our enthusiasm and what we're looking forward to in the new, what is it, episode eight or nine? What is this new this new Star Wars coming out? Eight, I think. <laughs> Eight-ish. Eight-ish, yeah. Uh, yeah, episode eight's coming out, and episode seven was really good, and Rogue One was really good, so we're looking forward to this movie now. These new, these new films have not disappointed so far. So looking very much forward to it. We'll get into what we're anticipating in the movie. Uh, first, though, we should kick things off in our tr- in true Nerd Travaganza prequel fashion. Talking full CG backgrounds and <laughs> poor, poor acting, questionable script. <laughs> uh, with our weekly geekly, a geekly weekly update. And uh, Brian, why don't you tell us what you have been up to this week? I uh, went to Orlando, and generally when I go to Orlando, I do all kinds of like, you know, Player One, um, Cloak and Blaster, you know, mix it up a little bit. I uh, did not this time. I stayed strictly on Disney grounds and uh, had, had, had a blast. I uh, attended... Tom, what, what's it called? Very Merry, M- Mickey's Very Merry Halloween Mickey's, Party? <laughs> Mickey's Very Merry uh, Christmas Party or something like that. Do they call it Christmas? I think it's, maybe it's holiday, so it's not to be offensive. Uh, I thought it was Christmas, though. Either way, very, did that. It's very fun. It's Christmas, just just confirmed it. Yep. Christmas Party? All right, so. Yep. yep. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, I, I, I don't know, like they don't really do anything I enjoy, you know, special. Like they have like, uh, a, a hot chocolate and cookie stations where you can just get cookies all night long. I don't care yep. about that, but the attendance is so down and shockingly, right? Yeah. I mean, everything is just walk on. And I, I, I understand why they have the crowds, but Jesus Christ, it makes such a huge difference. And it's always at night. It's never like, you know, bright and early, like Mary's Mickey's bright noon party. <laughs> it's so much nicer when you're not sweating your nuts off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually liked, well, I liked the cookies and hot cocoa stations a little too much, actually. <laughs> and uh yeah i also enjoyed like the lack of crowds the kind of festive decor and they, they do the parade right they do the christmas parade or do they still i don't know do, do they did they change that up ryan or but i didn't realize that was exclusive to the party but yeah they did an awesome parade i thought that was just like the mainstream electrical parade replacement you know i don't so the Main Street Electrical Parade was still a thing, but I think they had a special like they do a they do a Halloween time parade, and then I believe they 
they did the Christmas parade too. I'm not sure if it's the same one they do during the day that they also do during the party, but anyway, it's still cool. Yeah, it was it's an cool awesome day. parade. How was the weather? It's I hear it's nice and cool down there in Florida. Oh, lately. it was like 45 degrees. Oh man, it's perfect. Very Christmassy. Yeah, and not like it, it was pretty funny actually. So apparently there was like a huge rain storm moving in but it it started at like 1201 on the dot like it did not rain a lick before that so it was it was practically perfect nice that's amazing um i i thought you might be interested in this too i saw a lot of those mini ubers oh the mini mouse uh transit thing yeah, yeah. like i i passed on average, three or four of those every every time I was on the road. Yeah, so those that's like the between the resort and park transportation, right? Like the thing that they do, or I I believe yes, it is just from resort to a park. That's pretty cool. The minivans, I think, or something like that, yeah. right? Isn't that what they're called? Yeah, minivans. Yeah. Are those? I wonder. Do you hail those, or do you like? uh just wait for one or uh i i believe it's the app i mean i think they're like like, like an uber okay cool. they, they are actually lyft i believe okay just because i kind of said uber and they were like no they're not uber <laughs> actually i just looked it up while we were talking apparently well this is a this is an old episode from the summer but or an old article from the summer but apparently they were for at least then the people from the boardwalk and the yacht and beach club resorts. Um, you could, I guess you could do them through the app. So a lot of them around though, a lot of them in evidence. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I so approve of that. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to the future because I know those are going to be some of the first autonomous cars. Most people see. Yeah. I, Such a I cool think thing. you're right. Honestly, like I like the monorail, the buses, everything there. It's fine as long as I don't really care about the crowds or getting somewhere. But there have been times when I wanted to get from one park to another, but I, where I've just gone and caught a taxi <laughs> rather than like take the transit system. So if something like that was available uh, and could respond quickly, man. And if it never mind that it was autonomous, like that would, uh, I don't want to use too many. I think I already used amazing. I don't want to use too many like hackneyed terms, but that would be a game changer. It's so fascinating to me to think how well because have you have you ever really watched the buses? Watch them like how so? Well, like observed the driver and the the instruments they have and everything. Not so much, I guess. There's a like centralized, n- not really a dispatch. But there's somebody saying like, oh, you know, there's an accident ahead, you know, turn right here, turn left here. Uh, They're basically autonomous cars being driven, you know. Okay. Not like those guys are allowed any choice or anything like that. But when there's a massive fleet and it's entirely, I, I guess I'll call it efficient, when there's a program that says, you know, this is the most expedient route, you know, zip by here, drop this guy off here, you know, 
And I'm so looking forward to it because, and, and I hate to be this way, but we've always railed about the, like the scooter people. People are really getting abusive. With the uh, mobility scooters? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm like, you can't really, you don't really know what somebody's disability is, even if they seem able-bodied, but like so, sometimes I have to wonder like what percentage of people legitimately need these and what percentage are just like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think like 20 year old girls, you know, have depression or whatever need a scooter. Like there, there's a bunch of people just like zipping around being like cocksmacks. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I've run into some people who like they, it, it, they're such assholes. I could believe they're only riding the scooters to be assholes. They don't actually have a need for the scooter. Um, and then like, Okay, I could tolerate that. But with the buses, they have this preemption policy where if you come up with 15 people in your party, the entire bus like has to wait for you to board. Um, that like I think what so, I think what you're getting at is with like an automated system, you could you could send like a special accommodation to the location where a party with somebody in a scooter was waiting, right? Yeah. And I don't know. So this like popped up. I, I didn't get to see what they did or whatever. But we were going, I think, from Magic Kingdom. So obviously, like, a huge park. But there were, like, four scooters. And the, and the bus was just like, I, I mean, I only have three seats. So somebody's screwed. Yeah, they couldn't all get on, right? Right. I mean, they just, they don't they don't have the an, enough fold-down space. And I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, I don't do they Do they ask, like, are you really disabled? Like... Like, how do they do that? Like, if you're just, you know, being lazy. I think, they have, I think they have to wait for the next bus or, you know. No, what I'm saying, um, like, how do they prioritize? Because there's, like, a 90-year-old woman on oxygen, and she should absolutely uh, get it. But then there's, like, some spoiled brat. Like, why well, I should go. Why? What's wrong with yeah, you? I'm lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you would think maybe some civility would kick in and the, the elderly person would get priority. But, uh I don't know, Cam. You, I think you mentioned you have a family member who legitimately, like, when you go to a park, needs a mobility scooter. What, what are your thoughts on accommodating? Uh, and and do you, have you looked around with suspicion at some of the other guests? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's endemic. Like, uh, just in in general, like, I mean, she legitimately, you know, needs the, you know, the hang tag with the, you know, the blue that that lets you park in the handicap space. Right. Right. And, and like, whenever we go anywhere now, it's like those spaces are all filled up. Right. Yeah. So I, think they're, I think they're giving away like way too many of those, first of all. Um, second, or, or they're, or they don't have enough spaces. But I mean, I think, you know, remember back in the day, like you'd go somewhere and those spaces never were taken. never filled. Yeah. Never. I mean, it was like a shock to see a car in one of those blue spaces. Now, anywhere we go, it's, it, it's full. We go to the movies, totally full. Anyway, yeah. it's, they're, they're completely uh, filled up. Um, which I, I think is a good thing if that means more disabled people are actually getting out and doing stuff. But I'm being the cynical person I am. I think it's more people just going in and being like, Oh, you know, my back hurts. Give me a disabled. Time. I mean, you know, anecdotally, I can tell you that that is going on. People are going in and yeah. they're saying like, I'm disabled. I've had a certain procedure done or I have a certain pain. And the doctor's like, well, okay. And just like writes about yeah. the letter. Yep. And then, um, I mean, I, I've legitimately seen like a Corvette 
parked in a in one of those. <laughs> right. zones, you know what I mean? Right. I've seen like you know what I mean, like a Porsche. Like I've seen sports cars parked. I'm like, come on, if you can get into one of those cars, you should by definition not be. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, unless you like have like Down syndrome or something. But I mean, you know, like it's I don't know that that doesn't sit well with me. But hey, you know what I mean? That's the problem is these days like you can't you can't tell anybody everybody defines their own reality. I feel like these days, yeah. you know, whether it's, whether it's based in science or not. Um, and so that's fine. Look at that's the world we're living in, you know, whatever. But, uh, to answer your question pointedly, um, I think that like, it is, it's nice that the parks are so accommodating. I think they should be, but I think that that bleeds into what we just talked about bleeds into that. I think a lot of people take advantage and I, I am one of those people. Um, you know, when I was in high school, uh, when we would do our like trips to like SeaWorld and, and whatever, one of us would always get like the, the wheelchair and then get to the, get to the front of the line. <laughs> you got like eight, oh, eight, eight big burly dudes and one guy in a wheelchair, like going and cutting everyone in the line. Like, I mean, that was in high school. It was a dick move to do like, obviously like terrible, like, um, wasn't my idea. I went along with the crowd, but Hey, that, you know, whatever I, I, I own it. I did it. But, um, <laughs> right, right. um, you know, I, I think they've sort of cracked down on that, but I do think that like, there are a lot more like people going into things like, and I think again, and this is just me, like, because I'm lucky enough to like have be fully able-bodied and, you know, okay. Uh, I'm sure if I wasn't, I, I would think much differently, but I mean, I think it's a lot too, it comes down to a lot of entitlement for some people, you know, and, and, yeah. and a, a lot of like, well, you know, you, you need to accommodate me because I have this, this, and this. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there are so many people that legitimately need to be accommodated and I just feel bad for them. I don't care if somebody wants to go in front of me, even if they're faking it, whatever, dude, if you, if you have the balls enough and, and you like, you know, if that's your life and like, that's what makes you happy to like get over on everyone else and like cut the line because, you know, by faking an ailment, then Hey, look, I'm not going to stand in your way, but I feel legitimately bad for the people that do have a, a, a legitimate, right. legitimate ailment that then have to wait longer because, or, or they get less, less, a lesser level of treatment because so many other people need to be accommodated um, because they're, yeah. they're gaming the system. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crappy. No. And so to bring it back to Brian's point about the technology and the autonomous uh, vehicles and the uh, mini buses, as in Minnie Mouse and so mm -hmm. on, all centrally managed, you know what, it's with the magic bands and being able to track which guests you're where, which ones have, you know, special mobility needs, yeah. three mini, three, three, you know, scooter equipped minivans could pull up as three people get to that queue. And, you know, and then that, it's a it's a way for like uh it sort of computer intelligent transit systems to kind of solve that problem yeah. you know what i mean well, no matter no matter how many people yeah and, and and like to brian's point and that that's sort of what i was getting at is that like so those but but even with say like you know even, even if every bus had like say one or two spaces for a scooter or whatever you know a wheelchair um if you have 25 people yeah, <laughs> that are on a scooter or on a wheelchair, then, and, you know, maybe half of those people are legitimately, you know, in need of those scooters, but then the other half, like, are just gaming the system or, or maybe they just don't feel like walking. You know what I mean? Like, um, you, you know, and, and again, I don't want to take anything away from anybody that has a legitimate ailment, even if it's like, maybe I don't think it's legitimate. Like, hey, if you have like chronic back pain or something like that, maybe something like that other people would be able to push through and just fight through. 
hey, no one's telling you to like take one for the team and suck it up. Like that's fine. I'm just talking about people that are legitimately trying to game the system. Um, that's going to just cause costs to go up for everybody because then now Disney has to buy more buses to be equipped or they're going to get complaints from, you know, people that aren't able to get onto those buses. Yeah, I, I felt I, I I agree with Cam like dead on with that. I, I felt really shitty. I was like, oh, they're just going to leave the little lady behind, huh? Because you're what are you? Yeah. I don't know. You're right. You know, maybe there was something I can't see or something like that, but she, she sure looked able-bodied. And... Yeah. And that's the, and yeah, and, and that's, and that's the danger of it is like, you don't want to be like, Hey, what's wrong with you? And then the guy's like, Oh, I have fucking, you know, whatever polio or, you know, like, you know, I mean, you, you know, right, you, know right. you don't know, you never know what someone's dealing with. Even if it is something that maybe you would be able to deal with, or I would be able to just be like, ah, I'll suck it up and maybe I'll take some acetaminophen and I'll be fine, you know, but other people, they have a lower pain threshold or they have a lower, you know, threshold of, of what they want to deal with. And that's, that's fine. That's everyone's God given right. But I do think that there are probably more of a percentage than we would want to, you know, than, than we would want or that we would expect that are just like, eh, I want to, I, I just don't want to walk or I just want to be on, you know, hang out on my own and, you know, not, not that I would expect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm very cynical about that myself. Yeah. So, well, Brian, we definitely made we made a mini episode out of that uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> update. And I'll never be elected uh, to office now because the <laughs> right because the 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 faux, the faux disabled are uh, you know. yeah no everyone's gonna be like oh you don't care about the disabled. Let me get it straight. I do care about the disabled. My mother is disabled, and that's what—that's why I'm like I'm so adamant about like I, I, it breaks my heart when like there are no spaces for her. I have to drop her off at the front of some place. She has to get out and like basically she's on her own because I have to go park the car like 20 miles away um, because some guy who got because somebody some guy got, who got yeah, cataract surgery yeah got out of a freaking Corvette yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? You know? I'm going to pass it to you, uh, Cam. That, that, that was pretty much my week. <laughs> uh, I got a pretty boring, uh, pretty boring week. Um, uh, speaking of my mom, my just poor disabled mom, she went in for some surgery on this past Friday and, um, it was supposed to be, I wouldn't say routine, but it was supposed to be a, you know, laparoscopic procedure and no big deal. And, uh, she was going to be out in a, a day or two and, you know, it ended up being they got in there and it went from a two hour, you're only going to be in the hospital for a day or two procedure to, well, we got to bring in the head of the department of surgery. We got to bring in a transplant surgeon. There was all kinds of things just that they didn't know, you know, that were in there that that was wrong um, and that had to be fixed and corrected. And so she's gone now to, it was like an eight hour, seven, seven, eight hour surgery and they had to fully open her up. And she is now going to be in the hospital for another, at least this a week or so. And then in, and then a rehab facility, like a, a live-in rehab facility for like another two weeks after that. Oh my you goodness. Be home for Christmas probably, which sucks. Um, and, and you know, again, her disability, uh, she can't, her knees are terrible. She can't walk around much. She has terrible arthritis. Um, so she's not mobile at all. She's a fall risk. And so that's why they're putting her into that, that, uh, the, the, the facility for a couple weeks afterwards because they don't want her falling. Like, even though I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there with, I would be at, at her place with her. 
you know, I can't be there all the time. I'm not, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a physical therapist or, you know, or a medical professional. So they're just deciding to put her into the facility so that she's taken care of around the clock and just, you know, take those issues out of it. So that's, that's been my week. Uh, just basically, uh, my, my full, my first full week of being married. And, uh, I've been spent most of the nights at the hospital with my mom. Um, but the good news is they found, you know, everything that they, Every, the, the surgery was completely successful, knock on wood, as long as there are no complications. Um, uh, you know, they, they fixed everything that needed to be fixed. And so she should make a good recovery. Um, it was just sort of an unexpected uh, twist that it, it ended up being such a such a big thing after we only expected it to be such a small thing, you know. Um, so, yeah, so that's it. Medical technology, it's a little bit like weather forecasting, apparently. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of reading while I was there. Uh, I, uh, um, I, I did, uh, Brian, like a year or two ago or so, I think last Christmas, Brian, you gave me the name of the wind. Um, the Patrick Rothfuss book. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you gave it to me. You gave me the paperback. Um, I am reading the second book, The Wise Man's Fear. Uh, of the, the King Killer Chronicles, so I've been reading that second book. So it's pretty good so far. I'm, I'm I'm almost at the end of that, and then I'm hopefully going to do the third one as well. Uh, <laughs> one of these days, yeah, going the uh, Martin route. Yeah, and then um, what else I've been doing? Just yeah, that's it. Really, um, just gearing up, <clears throat> doing Christmas shopping, gearing up for the holidays, and uh, you know, just ready to rock. What about you, Tom? Me, um, yeah, I've been basically, I hate to give a not very interesting update after everything you're going through, Cam, and Brian, your kind of in-depth mini-topic Disney update. But uh, for me, it's been a little bit of a holding pattern as I am beginning my uh, vacation, my what I like to call my Christmas break. I save up my vacation time and usually try to take it around this time um, on Friday. So tomorrow is my last day of work. Nice. And then I'll be off until, yeah, just after the new year. So um I am in preparation for that, gearing up my gaming list and so on. Uh, I have Uncharted 4. I popped that into play the other day because Xbox Live was down. And you can't play a local game if Xbox Live is down, right? Uh, so I popped Uncharted 4 in thinking, well, Sony will let me play. But there was like a like multi-hour download of basically the entire game. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. That's the worst. Yeah, isn't it? Like it's Yeah. yeah. So Uncharted 4 is patched and ready to play. Um, still playing ReCore on the Xbox One. Um, the new side episode for Final Fantasy 15 came back or was released, and I might go back to the game to play that. I, it's The notion is still a little depressing to me uh, because I've already beat the game and it had kind of like this sad, like really poignant ending. But uh, I may do that. And I think they're even going to do one more piece of DLC for that. And I'd like to try the multiplayer. Um, so I've got some gaming planned as well as some other things for my Christmas break, continuing to watch the next generation with my companion and enjoying that. And I finally dug out of, you you guys may remember from like earlier this year, I was, or maybe even last year, I was reading through all all my back issues of Wired Magazine and like throwing them out as I read through them. Uh, I, I finally located the box they were in and combined them with all the ones that have been arriving and I'm resuming the project. So I'm hoping to catch up to modern, modern day sometimes sometime next year. Nice. Yeah. I mean, are you like actually like really reading them or are you just sort of going through them? Yeah. Like- yeah. That's the problem. Like I actually read 
like a magazine cover to cover typically, even the articles I'm not too interested oh, wow. in. So yeah. yeah, I can't skim them. A newspaper I can skim, but a, uh, a magazine I, I'm like compelled to read fully. But I mean, I, those, a lot of those like articles gotta be like way outdated. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they are. Like the one I'm reading is from June of last year. So this, it's funny to see where the speculation, uh, things they were speculating about how, how they sort of played out. Uh, it's a different perspective. Bitcoin is going, Bitcoin's going nowhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you don't waste your money on <laughs> cryptocurrencies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically that's it for me. Kind of a holding pattern. Things should get pretty interesting after, uh, after we go watch this little star Wars movie, I suppose. But, uh, yeah. we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the main topic. First though, if you guys don't have anything else in the way of updates to provide, I think we should probably give a, a put a geeky spin on the news with the news extravaganza. Yeah, uh, the news extravaganza. So, um, like I sort of said, the B- Bitcoin is just going crazy. Um, I don't know if either. I think we established this. N- n- neither of you guys own any Bitcoin. Correct. correct? Yeah. Um, it's funny, like it, it. It's really made. It's it's like almost like a revolution. Like it's made a lot of people sit up and take notice. And it's like seems to me like the next bubble. You know, like we had like the tech tech bubble. Then we had like the real estate bubbles. And I feel like this is sort of the Bitcoin bubble. I mean, I, I've like literally seen on on my feed several people being like, "Oh, can someone tell me how I can buy Bitcoins?" Yes. <laughs> like, you know, and like they say that like um, the uh, when like right before there was, there, I, f- I forget who it is and I, I should have looked it up beforehand, but um, there was a guy that said back in the day, like before the 1920s stock market crash, he was like, I knew to pull my money out of the market when the shoe shine guys were giving stock tips, <laughs> you know? And I feel like it's that it's at that, like, it's like, that's where we are right now. Is that like these, it's like, everybody's like, Oh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. It's like the new big thing. Um, and then you've got all these, you know, Warren Buffett and all these other guys coming out and saying like, "Hey, uh, Bitcoin is just it's it's artificial. Like, there, there's nothing, there's no value to it. I, I don't know why, you know, what you guys are doing, but it's it's going to be a big problem here. Um, but I mean, look, you can't argue with success at this point. I mean, it hasn't taken a dive yet, um, and people just keep making money. Uh, but I, I don't know." once the kind of uninformed kind of end consumer gets wise to a thing yeah it is pretty much what's that saying jumped the shark i think um and like i don't necessarily agree that it doesn't have value i mean i i i think like because of the way it functions it does have a certain value uh but this is a sort of this the current value is basically is based on speculation i would guess right yeah. I've got to have this. This is the hot new thing. And people don't even know why they have to have it. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I don't know, like people like, you know, I've known a couple miners over the years and like they have these things now where you can buy them. They're just like bread boxes almost. You just basically plug them in and put them into it, you know, and hook it up to an internet connection. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. They just sort of just start mining, you know? Um, and, but like the power draw on those things and like, what it takes, I mean, first of all, they take forever, you know, and that you have to have like a ton of them to like make any real kind of headway. And then the power drain on them is almost like cost more 
than it does for the actual Bitcoin that they produce. Yeah. Um, and so people are saying that, like, I read, a, I read an interesting article the other day that it was like the, the effect of Bitcoin, you know, it's this cryptocurrency. Uh, and it's almost like it's ironic that like the effect on the environment from the, the effect on the environment that the cryptocurrencies are going to have are going to be way worse than any paper currency or, or metal currency has ever had. Um, just because of like the power and, and resources that it draws just to mine it. Um, and I mean, you know, that, that's all relative. Like if you're, if you're mining in an area that's like near a hydroelectric dam or something, I guess that's okay, you know? But like, I mean, if you're mining in like a coal mining area, you know, where that's where they get their power from, then no, obviously it's, it's way worse. It has a lot of like, I don't know how to describe it. Like imagine like, uh, to draw, to, to make an analogy, to, to mine Bitcoin is very, very loosely speaking, like opening loot boxes in a video game, right? And you're right. hoping that you open the box that has what you're after. It, it's more right. kind of decrypting than it is that necessarily, but I'm just trying to come up with an analogy. Imagine your Xbox yeah. 24-7 doing that. You know, it could get through so many loot boxes in a day. Um, <laughs> but how much, you know, if the reward is $3 <laughs> and you've, you've consumed $100 worth of power, <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the return on investment might not be there. And yeah, if, if all that power came from like, coal as you said that it has an environmental impact yeah. too right yeah i mean it's <clears throat> it, it's just you know but but you know that's like a a hidden cost a hidden not just hidden cost but a hidden i guess effect you know what i mean like you don't think about like i know when i order from amazon like i'm increasing my carbon footprint you know what sure. i mean like i just know i am and and i i, I you know sadly i i accept that for for convenience you know but I don't know that a lot of people are thinking about that. Like, hey, if I've got a a farm of these like bread boxes that are that are mining my that are mining my Bitcoin, and I'm paying you know a two thousand bucks a month for power, necessarily what I'm doing to the environment because of, right. Not only know. am I losing money, I'm also harming. Yeah, my carbon footprint is growing massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, it's just part of us humans being assholes, like like we always are. Um. Instagram, uh, our favorite mobile vanity app, is cracking down on people that are using like harmful, like people that are doing selfies that are harmful to animals and other things. Oh, so like you, you can't just go like post a picture like of yourself like harming an animal or like like affecting an animal in its habitat that's not a safe or, or, or you know thing that's not okay for Instagram anymore. Um, so if you've like, you know, done something bad or you're forcing interactions, um, that are not good for the animal, um, they're going to basically, that's a flaggable offense. I guess you can get your, your, your picture taken down because of that. Um, which I think is good. It's good. I, you know, I think in general, and this is sort of going to be one of my news stories, but I, 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 I folded it into this one. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, there was like two stupid things that happened this week. There was one guy, it's all these YouTubers that like just want to get views. One guy cemented his head into a, a microwave. Did you guys see that? No, I missed that. Like, like he put, he drilled, drilled a hole, put his head through a microwave and then like poured in a bunch of cement. What? With like a, with, with, a, with a breathing tube. He had like a breathing tube. Okay. And, and he c- cemented his head like for, as a YouTube stunt. Wow. Or whatever. Wow. And then like, he got roasted because like, you know, it went as poorly as you'd expect. 
and you know, the freaking ambulance had to come and the firefighters had to come and use whatever the jaws of life or whatever on him to get him out of there. Um, yeah. And so he wasted all these, like, again, it's sort of like what we were talking about with the disabled thing. Like, you know, how many people or what did he affect in terms of people having a heart attack or someone else that needed those resources and that just the, just the cost involved, number one, just the hard cost. And then, you know, he's taking away resources from other people that need them that are having legitimate emergencies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, did, did he, have, um, did he so, have a plan to get himself out of this ridiculous? I, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the video cause I don't want to like give the guy a view, you know, right. but not that it matters, but like, I mean, the article that I read about him, it didn't say that he like had any legitimate out or whatever. I think he just thought maybe like that would be a funny part of the video as well. Like they just like, you know, cut him out of it. Basically. Oh, you crazy kid. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. cement head. <laughs> yeah. What a moron. Idiot. So, yeah. And then there was an, another guy that was even worse. Um, he was like a daredevil in China and he would go up on all these crazy skyscrapers. It was almost like that, the French guy that walked across the world trade centers yeah. back in the day. Um, he would go up and, you know, find his way up onto the roofs of all these crazy skyscrapers and then take selfies of himself, like jumping, you know, from like, you know, whatever ledge to ledge and just doing crazy things like that. And he had like a million, you know, subscribers and whatever. And then like he fucking fell. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but like, I mean, the guy, you know, it's the Darwin award basically, you know, like he, I mean, that's just natural selection, bro. You, you, you don't do that. Like, like fell and didn't like, you know, miraculously survive to, to go on to film. No, oh. no. He felt like 60 freaking stories yeah. and splat. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. I, as long as no animals were hurt. Right. <laughs> that's, the, yeah. that's the moral of the story. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I, I have never really, um, been impressed by daredevils and, uh, people who like climb dangerous mountains and you know, I, I don't, it's cool, I guess, if you want to challenge yourself that way, but like, yeah, there's an element of when, when the probable happens, of course I don't want anything bad to happen to anyone ever, but eh, kind of shouldn't have done that maybe. Right. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it elicits a laugh. I'm not a monster like you can, but <laughs> <laughs> What are your thoughts, Brian? You, you have you have sympathy for the uh, person who conquers Everest and ends up dying, or who like jumps between buildings. You know, you you can be a daredevil in a responsible way. I, I, I you know, you you can have a harness connected to something safe. You don't have to just lean over the edge. I, I don't I don't know. That's that's crazy. I mean, I guess it's not as authentic or something, but. I mean, is the guy going to be memorialized as a hero now? I hope not. I mean, because then that means that other kids are going to want to emulate that, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I had a uh, optional danger, optional danger. And uh, it's called danger for a reason. Yeah. Um, and then my last, I guess, little story is that um, – Obviously, Star Wars opens this weekend, The Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, people are going crazy for it. Um, I have my tickets for tomorrow, actually, which would be Thursday. I have the I have exclusive sneak preview passes. Um, nice. So I will be uh, on 
the internet immediately after posting spoilers. <laughs> Releasing all the spoilers? <laughs> no. You said, I'm just kidding. You said Thursday came uh, or? Yeah, Thursday. I, I, I will not be doing that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I should be a jerk. Um, so yeah, uh, they, you know, uh, there's so much buzz about the movie. Um, they, there was a premiere, I think like a week ago. Um, and like they had just crazy security, like not letting anything out, not letting any, you know, any, any leaked footage get out, um, aside from just regular security. Cause you know, obviously that's like a target or whatever. Uh, but, um, but yeah, that's, uh, everyone's excited for it. That's what we're excited for. It. I'll be watching it in less than 24 hours. So I'm super excited. And with that, I'll hand it back over to you, Tom. All right. Yeah. Uh, that is a very perfect uh, news item. And that movie apparently is uh, highly anticipated. This this Star Wars I've heard of. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to see it myself uh, tomorrow at like 7.30 my time. So basically 20, yeah, a little over 24 hours from now for me too. Um. What about you, Brian? When are you, when are you planning to see I'll it? I'll catch it like Saturday afternoon. I can't do opening crowds, man. Too many people? Yeah, too many people. Too many like nuts. Like, I don't know. Ever since Grand Moff Eric, I've, I've just been good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thus concludes our seamless transition into tonight's main topic which as you have heard is episode eight and we have all laid out our plans. Cam and I are going to be right there at this, as soon as the starting gun goes off and Brian, probably not so much. What do you, what are you thinking? Like a Tuesday daytime? No, over, over the weekend for sure. Just, you know, I'll, I'll catch a matinee. I'll probably get up at like noon or something like that. Check that's it out. Cool. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Like, I think that's what, like confuses me the most about this one. I, I really think it's going to suck, but I'm very excited to see it. What makes you think it's going to suck? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just, I did not love seven and I, I, I kind of worry about some of the creativity and some of the directions they're going with eight. like, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I just think it, I don't think it's going to suck. I think it's going to be like my fifth favorite Star Wars movie, which kind of sucks, you know, like, like that, <laughs> right. that bumps me out because I really want it to be like the best one ever. You, better than seven, though, you think? I mean, you were disappointed in seven, it sounds like. Uh, a long seven. So right now, seven is number four, I think. So this will either, you know, bump out seven or be right behind it, most likely. Okay. Curious. Curious to see if you're right. Um, I think we may have talked about seven in the past, but you, did you, was your chief complaint that it was kind of derivative or? Um, so it being derivative and the force going from like mystical connection to like magic. <laughs> Like wizard, wizard like magic. Yeah, I mean they can just do anything with the force now, and it's kind of silly. And e- mm. even even beyond the force, like I don't know, like I have a really hard time with Han Solo being the only pilot in in, in the galaxy to know that you can just go through a shield really fast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think he was the only one that knew it. I just think that he's the only one crazy enough to pull it off. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> crazy bastard. <laughs> Those shields were absolutely worthless if you like went fast enough, and and they just nah, people just don't go fast enough. They're they're kind of wimps that way. I, I it it really I don't know. It does it doesn't fit. Why didn't they just do that on um? In Rogue One, like why didn't the whole fleet yeah. just warp through the shield? Yeah, exactly. They, I guess they didn't have enough crazy bastards in the in the fleet. I mean, I, I, it only takes one, apparently. <laughs> Can you imagine if it, how how boring would Empire have been Use the, if like one badass had been able to like get through the shield and then just bombarded the shield generator instead of having to land walkers and all that awesome shit? Yeah, like well, I mean, I guess. But but I I guess Solo hadn't perfected the Solo maneuver until after Empire. So it was an unknown technique or something. <laughs> I don't really know. It really, I don't know. It changes a little too much for me. It, it's, we had this awesome, thought out, well put together world. And now it just fits the script, which is the same for the magic. Well, it fits the script. Yeah, I, I, we're probably going to learn that it's possible to block a lightsaber with your hand if you, like, focus your force energy correctly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a fair point, Brian. I, I think I think the prequel trilogy and maybe this one have taken certain liberties. The prequels, of course, turned the force into, like, freaking microbes that lived in your blood or something stupid. And, the midichlorians. Uh, yeah, with the midichlorians. And now... It's down to like magic spells for the force. And I don't know. I didn't object to the shield thing as much because I guess Han Solo could pull it off. But I see your complaint, I guess. What do you think, Cam? I mean, again, like I, I, I'm going into this just wanting it to be good. Just no expectations. I've not read anything about it. I don't even – the only thing I've seen is the freaking – the, 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 the poster, the movie poster with, okay. with Luke, you know? And I mean, I agree. Like, yeah, but we're like nerds. Like we could break, we could rip apart anything. You know what I'm saying? Like if we really wanted to, we could rip apart a song of ice and fire. We could rip apart Tolkien. I mean, we have like the Eagles. Why, why don't they just use the Eagles all the time? You know what uh, I'm saying? Like just shit like that. So it's like, uh, you know, like, I mean, you, you can rip apart anything. I'm just, I just want to go in, watch it, enjoy it. Cause I know I'll enjoy it no matter what. And then think about it afterwards and be like, all right, you know what? You're, you're right. Like that was a little, <laughs> that was a little dumb. Maybe we could have fixed that. Uh, but, but I'm with Brian too. I, I don't know that this is going to be my favorite ever. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's not going to, but I'm hoping it's at least in the top four or five, you know? It's hard to say if it's going to be better than seven or not. It's going to it's going to be similar to 7, I think. Which again, like I'm not hating on. It was not my favorite, but it's it's pretty high up there. I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be better than 7 and I liked 7. Um so by the way, I can defend the if you want to do an episode devoted to why the Eagles weren't employed in Lord of the Rings, I'll happily <laughs> do that. <laughs> uh I'll defend that to to the death. But um <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little more optimistic than than Brian. Um, I, like Cam, I've completely avoided any and all spoilers or really any information at all about the the movie. 
with the exception, of course, I think we've talked about it on the show of the like knuckle walking adats, <laughs> which I like explained. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going in with a pretty open mind. I have a really good feeling about this. Uh, hence the name of today's episode. I have a good feeling about this. Uh, but I, you know, I, I don't want to get my expe- expectations too high in case something really stupid happens. Um, like Snoke is actually, oh, what are some of the stupid Snoke theories I've heard? I think Ezra is my favorite. Snoke is Ezra. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about that. But then I haven't followed that series enough to, to say for sure. Snoke is Ezra. I don't know. What do you do? Do you think that one holds any water, Brian? Do you think that's total bullshit? No, nah, I think it's stupid. They're not going to turn like a children's hero into like the big bad. Yeah, it, I mean, I love Rebels. I'm not. I'm not saying this to like knock it, but that that's that's a kids' cartoon, you know. Like they don't even really kill stormtroopers on it. There's no way like that beloved character is going to go. Not only dark side, but like horribly scarred, changed, supreme evil dark side, you know? Yeah. I mean, they already tried that in reverse with Darth Vader, right? They tried to make a kid's hero out of him with Anakin. Um, Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Didn't go over too well. Better than the the Jar Jar. (laughs) Him being Jar Jar. (laughs) I really hope Jar Jar makes an appearance in this movie. <laughs> anyway, in terms of optimism, I think Cam and I are both pretty optimistic and you're cautiously optimistic. You're cautiously semi-pessimistic, maybe, is a better way to put it. Uh, I mean, like I said, like, I, I am sure I will enjoy this. And okay. it's probably going to be better than Jedi. Mm, yeah, that's possible. That is a possibility. That is a thing that could definitely happen. Which... <laughs> Which, like I said, like I mean, that, that's I, I like that movie. I mean, I, I watch Jedi every chance I get. It's just not, I don't know. It's kind of not what I was hoping for. Like I really wanted this one to be the best ever, you know. Which is probably not fair. I mean, yeah. Well, we're holding it to a really high standard, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but let's see. Let's let's. Let's try to make some predictions for it to get kind of an idea what we're to what standard we're actually holding it. Um, I'll start by saying, like, given the kind of new hope vibe of episode seven, I'm expecting this one to be a win for the bad guys, right? Is this gonna you think this is gonna follow an empire trajectory where it's a major setback for the resistance? I, I totally think this is gonna follow empire, yeah, like down to the what ice about you, planet, Cam? yeah, for sure, for sure, and I think. I think uh, Luke's gonna die. Uh, yeah, I think Luke's. That's gonna a little die weird, too, though, because they already offed Han. Are they gonna double up on that? Well, they're gonna. I mean, aren't they going to eliminate Leia in this one for or obvious reasons Leia. with Carrie Fisher? Well, yeah, I, I hope I hope they don't get rid of Luke because uh, I'd like to have Luke around for another episode. I mean, they can always make him a glowy. True. Uh, I think he should survive. I think he should make it to the next one. Then he could then he give Yoda his way out of the series. Well, yeah, because I mean, didn't well Yoda died in in Empire, right? Uh, Yoda died in Jedi. Oh, in Jedi. That's right. Sorry, sorry. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe he'll make it through, train her, and then like he'll be the catalyst and the third. So uh, you think this is going to be uh, uh, what is her name? The main character, Ray. <laughs> Ray. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. That tells you that she has not quite resonated with me to the extent that she might have if I was ten. Right. Um, I call her Daisy half the time. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. And that's that's kind of hard because it's awesome that like the actor is you know the focus well known the 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 real life hero but yeah the the I don't know and I don't even do it like jokingly like I really think that character is just called Daisy half the time I I do but it's weird because like Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford were all like big actors it's like you didn't know who they were but I feel like the actress Daisy, I can't think of her Ridley, last name herself. Ridley, yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's in the spotlight so much as herself, as Daisy, that it's like distracting. Like I, like, oh, that's all right. Daisy's going to be Ray again now. Um, and it might be because we're adults too, guys. Because when you're a kid, you're like, Luke Skywalker. Like Mark Hamill showed up in anything. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Right? I, I, I had yeah. no idea who Mark uh, Hamill was when I was a kid. So it, it may just be that. Well, and what's funny is that like, um, uh, what's his name? Ford for so many years, like just threw away the Han Solo persona. You know what I mean? Like he did nothing Star Wars because he wanted, didn't want to be typecast as Han Solo. Right. You know, and, and it's almost like if he could have like gotten this kind of like recognition as Harrison Ford, not fucking like Han Solo. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think that is a, I think that is a function of, social media and the internet and information. You know what I'm saying? So many people like back then you like read a newspaper, like, you know, star Wars is star Wars is Han Solo or whatever is at the mall today. Or, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like everybody has their own Instagram and Twitter and this and that, you know, them as the, their person first and like the, their publicists and their management and their lawyers. I mean, they're all creating a brand and the brand is the person, not, their specific roles. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think they had that wherewithal to do that back then or even the means. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a different, it's sort of a different dynamic nowadays. Um, so, right. So you guys think that Daisy slash Ray is going, this is going to be her like coming into her own with the force and like coming up against, I mean, she already kicked the shit out of Kylo. So maybe it's going to be reversed. Maybe like Kylo's going to get more powerful after having his ass kind of handed to him. Yeah, maybe he'll um, get trained by Snoke's a little better, a little more. Yeah, yeah. Although, I mean, after after having taken a blaster bolt to the gut, like he still kind of held his own, but a bolt caster bolt. Sorry, yes, yeah, so yeah, not a blaster. It was actually from the uh, from Wookie, the Wookie weapon of choice, right? Um, yeah, I don't. I, I'm curious to see like. I'm, I'm guessing they're both going to grow in their power and hopefully clash again. Uh, I'm trying to think of another prediction I wanted. Oh, what what do you think? So obviously we've thrown out the, the Ezra story, but do you guys have any thoughts about Snoke? And mind you, audience, we have looked into no spoilers and no leaks, nothing. So we are like pretty much like knowledge virgins when it comes to episode eight, when we, when we ask these questions. Yeah, we're just but, uh, talking I, shit. I kind of think... Daisy is is going to go dark side probably temporarily. 
I think that's going to be the setback for this. Oh, you think so? So, and is that is that going to be to like Luke's like heartbreak? Because has he already seen this happen? Possibly. Um, I honestly, I think she was the one that killed all the Padawans. Daisy, I yeah. mean uh, Ray. Wow, and I think that's why they mind wiped her. Yikes! That would be horrifying. Um, and they mind wiped her, but she was only a kid, right? When they like exiled her. Uh, I mean, she was probably 10, 8, 10, 12, something like that. Like, and I mean, you, you, anybody, I think, could do a lot of damage with a lightsaber. I suppose, yeah. Damn, that's a brutal thought. What do you think about that, Cam? Uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's like, that's going down a pretty dark hole, if that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well, it was either her or Kylo, right? I mean, I don't see how that changes the darkness too much. Yeah. Yeah, and then maybe she needs to, like, you know, it's like a salvation story at some point. Where she realizes, Which I realizes what she out. did and then is totally knockoff of, of Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, where you're, you're, you end up being the bad guy. Yeah. You end up being Darth, just Revan. Uh, Revan. Yeah. Yeah. Have, oh, have you heard that theory that like somehow Snoke is some related to Revan too? Revan? No, I haven't heard that one. Oh, it was some dumb theory I heard about. They, they tied it into Knights of the Old Republic somehow. In some, in some really stupid way, which makes no sense because that makes Snoke like ancient. That's one of the I, dumber things. I, re- I really kind of want them. It, it wasn't Revan who had mastery over death, was it? No, that was uh, Plagueis. 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 That's right. That's right. Plagueis. Darth Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of hope they do him because I think it'd be really yeah. cool. Like Jedi Lich. So meaning Palpatine, it, it's it's implied heavily that Palpatine killed his master, so he didn't succeed and he's still alive. Well, I mean, what if instead of like becoming one with the Force and becoming a you know a blue ghoulie and living on to educate future generations, what if he just like I'm not fucking going? You can't kill me. I'm still here. Yeah, or or even they even did some lich like like dark ritual that keeps you bound to the yeah to this i mean world. what if that you know body I mean? is dead and rotting and he his his ghoulie animates it i think that you're yeah. right that might be getting a little too dark but that that'd be very cool like like character arc like a, a an ancient sith just not giving up the ghost that'd be pretty sith like too to like not want to give up yeah. the, the flesh yeah that might be kind of cool and it certainly explain his appearance you like that theory ken yeah, no, I mean, I love the theory. I just don't know. I think, like, uh, you know, we, if you're talking about, like, Old Republic and, like, even, like, to a great extent, uh, a lot of the EU stuff or, or like, the, like, you know, uh, uh, Rebels or whatever, like, you can, they can go, a, they can go off the map and it's not that big of a deal because the, the audience for those things are much, much smaller and much more concentrated than when you're talking about episode eight that they're releasing worldwide. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? Like they need to have a movie that's, yes, it is Star Wars, but I was thinking, I don't know why I've had in my head the fucking, like we were talking, you were talking about the next generation and, and that thing I posted, like I keep seeing it, the, where like, uh, John Luke is playing the Christmas on his flute or whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's just been in my head all week. But yeah, um, I mean, this is like their flagship movie of the year or, you know, the last whatever, how two years basically is Rogue One is still basically a one-off. You know what I'm saying? Like the, they cannot, they're not going to, they're not going to deviate too far from what they believe is a winning formula, I think. And that is, you know, make Star Wars fans in general happy as possible and market it to everybody else to make sure that everyone has a good movie going experience. And if they just start, okay. and if they put something in there that's just like way inside or like way down the rabbit hole, people are going to be like, what the fuck? You know, like John Q public is going to walk out of there. Like Darth who, what? You know, like they're, they're not going to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. They're not going to understand that. That's true. They They can't get, they can't get too esoteric with it. It has to be something easily digestible. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, so that, that makes even Plagueis a little bit do- like difficult, Brian, because most people probably don't even remember like who Plagueis, what he was the what Lord, what Darth Vader's that guy, Darth Vader's dad. What yeah. they could kind of reintroduce. Like they don't necessarily have to tie it together in the movie. They can just say like, Oh, that name. Well, and, and that's the problem that like so many of these other movies, like the, like, like Alien has, right? Like Alien, if you look at Alien, there's so many like little inside things that true fans will pick up on and the internet will pick up on and all the Easter eggs and stuff like that. But like the, like movie going public general person that just wants to go to go see a movie over Christmas weekend, it, it, that would not, Alien Covenant or whatever is not going to work, you know? And it, it's, I, you know, I think it's genius. I think it's great. It's for true fans. It's, it's cool. But when it comes to this, like, I think Disney's like, fuck that. We want to market to as wide an audience as possible. We want as many people as possible to be happy and have a good movie going experience and really enjoy it. We know that the hardcore Star Wars fans are going to go see it anyway. And regardless of how bad it is, they're still going to like, like it or at least tolerate it. And so we're just focusing on making a good movie for uh, the other 90% of the audience. Okay. So (laughs) you're basically saying that Snoke's identity and motivations and background are going to be something easily digestible. Yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. It's not going to be like, Oh my God. Remember from episode three in rebels when this guy did that and you know, he made a casual mention of, you know, so-and-so's brother-in-law, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. not going to be anything that's like too crazy. It's going to be like either it's just a new character or it's somebody that like, oh yeah, from the last movie or whatever. Like, you know, it's not going to be anything that you have to like connect too many dots. Okay. Okay. So a couple, a couple of different predictions here. It sounds like, yeah. personally, I have no idea. I, you know, I, I thought the Plagueis one sounded like it could have been a thing. Uh, but I understand most, most even people that have seen all the Star Wars movies don't even remember the prequels, probably. So, well, I mean, I'm just going off like Episode Seven and even Rogue One, right? Like Episode Seven was pretty formulaic. Like, yeah, they threw in some Easter eggs and they threw in some stuff, but like, how much, Brian? You probably know this better than any of us. Like, how much was in Episode Seven that was really like crazy inside that like not many people would have known about? 
unless you were like the hard most hardcore of Star Wars fans. I don't I don't think much. Right? And and even and even if like there was, they put out so much stuff. And this is what we talked about like many episodes ago with like bringing in like the the the, the genius of bringing in the Star Wars franchise and like making it like they're making it a an experience now. You know what I'm saying? Like they're releasing not just a movie, but like when episode one came out, they released that book that had like the explanation of yeah. everything, every little thing you saw in that movie, the, the lightsabers, the, 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 you know, all the vehicles on Jakku, like whatever, you know, like they're telling you everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they are happy with and fine with having a little, you know, having the buzz where like, you've got all these crazy fan theories and, you know, JJ Abrams is cute with his little like releasing picks and like little Easter eggs here and there. But like, it's not like anything that's like so crazy that you're going to be like, Oh my God, that blew my mind. It's a fucking, you know, I didn't see that coming. It's just, they're just teasers. They're going to be formulaic, I believe, and give you, give like 95% of the people that are going to see that movie what they want. An exciting movie with a good story, awesome special effects. And a, a tie into the old, you know, the movies that we all know and love. And the other 5% are kind of going to be like, eh, like Brian said, eh, it's maybe my fifth or sixth favorite one. Right. Right. But right. I, I think that they're fine with that. They, they're not going to be, they're not going to, they, I don't think they're trying to do better than even episode, you know, four, five, and six. You know, I think they're happy with these three movies being in the middle of, Four, five, and six, and one, two, and three. Yeah, broad appeal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dollars in. Like, yeah. as long as they're not disasters, like one, two, and three, they're ha- they're they're happy. As long as people are, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Although even as disasters, those things made a mint. So yeah, of course, because they're Star Wars. I mean, but you know, I, I think with I think I'm not even talking about money. I'm talking about in terms of like. People being like, yeah, those are, those are, those are good movies. Those are, you know, got you franchise success. Yeah. And when they come on TV, I'll watch them. I'm not like, I don't get douche chills when I see Jar Jar, you know? (laughs) Got you. Got you. (laughs) Um, okay. So with that in mind, with Cam's theory that they're going for a sort of, uh, most things to most people approach. Yes. Uh, and Brian probably, Approach, approaching it as I am from a from a little more hardcore fans perspective, uh, I've got it. I want to cover just three more like unknowns. Okay. Okay. Um, the next one is the the Knights of Ren, who were only alluded to, but I but presumably are some sort of an order or gang or something to which Kylo Ren belongs. Uh, are we going to see? Are you get an explanation of that, and and see that group featured more in this movie? You think? So. Hmm. I don't think he belongs. I think that's where he took his name. So it's probably like, I don't know, from the past. I, th- I think we'll see them in flashback. Okay. But he, he was, there was a scene of him with like a bunch of armored guys at one time, right? Was, was he there or was that just a bunch of armored guys? I don't, I remember, I thought I remembered him standing there with him, like holding his saber. Um, I'll have to rewatch episode seven, but you think that you think that's a past event, a past event, or or maybe he is maybe maybe that flashback was with him, and he's trying to like bring him back. I still don't think like I don't think he is the Rin. 
Okay, so he, he's maybe trying to resurrect an order or something that once existed. Uh, interesting. What about you, Cam? You have any thoughts there? Uh, I mean, I, I like that. I like that that he's not the Ren, but he's like name took the namesake of like Kylo Ren. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. But because there's really no telling, because like this could that could have been contemporary, that could have been a vision from the past, like with the with the plot stretching power of the force, it could have been anything, right? I mean, I think I, I think though, I think it's a little more on the nose. Again, just sort of going off my original prediction, like I think it's a little more on the nose. Like I think he probably is going to have like a, a, a gang of dudes, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah or, or, okay. not just dudes, but like you know, a gang of like men and women, and that that's going to be his like little Gucci gang, and that's that's it. I agree that I, I actually think that's just going to be like his contemporary posse. Although I like the, the notion that he's trying to resurrect some extinct order. I just think it's too much for audiences. Well, to maybe, on. I mean, maybe, maybe that's like, he is resurrecting like the, I don't know, you know, maybe, I don't know because he, he has shown like a penchant for like older things, you know, like I guess history, but I don't know that it's like history just because it's like dark Jedi history or Sith history. I mean, I think it's more history of like his, uh, of, 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 Darth Vader, you know, his, his freaking family member. Well, he, he does wield that ancient sword too, though, to Brian's point. So yeah. maybe that was like an old Sith weapon or something. And yeah. hence he's trying to bring back that order and their weapons and their armor. And ooh, I could go now. I could go either way on that one. I'm kind of hoping for the ancient order thing, but that might be too, too tall in order for you know, Joe, Joe popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Joe, uh, Joe, that's a good, that's good. Joe popcorn. Oh, uh, <laughs> Let's see. So I said, this will be another quick one. I, I said three more things, but we'll make it four now. Because what, what about, uh, what's her face? The uh, Phasma, the menacing sounding captain of the Oof. guard who kind of just vanished. Oof. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I'm not oof. I, I think she could have been awesome, but they like totally fucked her over in the first movie. Well, she's not dead, is she? No. Like, she she could have survived. No, I'm sure she did. But what I'm saying is like, she didn't really bode well for her. Like they could have... They could have made her a way more badass than she, and she kind of went out like a punk too, you know, like a Boba Fett style punk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you do you think she'll get a bigger role in this movie though? I mean, I... being a comic book reader, I I know they're taking a lot of steps to like, I don't know, reboot her or something like that. But man, I I, I don't see how they can come back from that. Like she did nothing but wear cool armor in that first movie. And I mean, you, you want to talk about like how she went out or whatever and say a couple cool lines. Like, yeah, I thought she was going to be like a super badass. If you don't give me the secrets to destroy your orders, like greatest weapon, I'm going to beat you up. Okay. Here they are. Ah! Wow. That worked. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's hope that she gets redeemed. I think that character had potential. They can't squander her anymore, at least, can they? No, I, I literally do not think they can make a less interesting character. <laughs> right. She's just basically Finn's old boss at this yeah. point. Uh, watch her get redeemed. Watch her end up getting, like, um, become a good guy. Like, join the gang. Oh, I lost my job. Let me let me help you guys out. Take off her armor look cool. Well, she'll take off her helmet. Then you can see her face. I mean, that would be cool if, like... <sighs> You know, she, I mean, that might be cool, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea there what, what, what might happen. Okay, but that was a thought. 
we're not really sure what's going to happen to Phasma. Um, that leaves really two more things. The first one is a horrifying prospect based on something I think we discussed either on the show or off the show last week, uh, which was about those furry creatures we've seen highlighted, those adorable porgs. Maybe it's just one. The porgs. Yeah, I don't know if it's one or more. And Brian had this horrible, horrible, horrible um, theory based on some of the – was it the Timothy Zahn stuff about – Yeah. Uh, where General Thrawn like basically made a backpack of like force eating fuzzy creatures to negate force power. Force eating sloths. Sloths, yes. Um, I mean, if I see somebody throw force lightning on one of these things, like basically like reverse Pikachu and absorb it, I'm gonna just walk out. Like that, that's not happening. I'm calling it now. They, they all live on that little island with Luke, and that's why he chose that island because no one could sense him using the force. Oh my god. Oh my god, no, I can't. Because that would be like worse than Ewok somehow, like little gerbils that like absorb the force. And then you know they're gonna be like pivotal in like saving the day, too. Oh Cam, what do you think? They would they wouldn't dare, would they? I don't think so. I mean I think they want something cute, but I mean I think they learned their lesson, you know. Well They already they They already have BB eight. Do we really need like more cute critters running around? Like yeah, don't they have that black BB-8 coming out now too? The 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 anti the the, 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 yeah, the creatively yeah, named BB-9. BB-9. I mean, can't yeah, can't they like do yeah. play a game of like killer pinball or something? That would be cute. Yeah, why is it, why is it got to be black? I mean, as a person of color, <laughs> I take offense to that. You got white BB-8 and he's good, and you got black BB-9 and he sucks. What they should have done is I also call him <laughs> BB-8, but then whenever they're calling the the first BB-8, they're like a, re- a regular BB-8. Come here, and then Black BB-8, just to really rub it in more. No, nobody gets that reference. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I guess there were no C Lab fans on the podcast, but there was a joke in that show. I, I was a, I, I actually a C Lab. I am a C Lab. So there was fan, a character named Debbie, and then there was a black lady also named Debbie who they called Black Debbie. <laughs> and oh. The other Debbie was quote unquote regular <laughs> Debbie. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, um, I'm a little worried about the porgs. Yeah, and Br- Brian, that is a horrifying... Co- I'm serious. Like, if that is uses some kind of a massive plot device to negate the power of the Force, I'm leaving. Like, I'm, I, I'm done. I'm not, going to, I'm not going to watch that, like, stop the Force. Yeah. I, I think they'll at least be dampeners. I don't, I don't even want them to have that. Mu- like, no. <laughs> I can't accept that. No, no. I've had enough of the cuties. You know, the Ewoks were what they were, but they weren't like repelling like force lightning and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh my God. Cam, do you think it, this is a possibility that these could be the force repellent or absorbing creatures Brian fears they might be? I mean, they already had force like focusing crystals, right? So why not an animal now? Oh my like God. Anti kyber crystals. Yeah. Oh, they can you make like make like a fur coat out of them and like <laughs> that's like their like cape of whatever. They probably feed on kyber crystals or something like that, and so that they're they're actually going to turn them loose in like the new Super Death Star three to like eat its kyber crystal core. Fire <laughs> and then brr, 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 the cannon doesn't go off. <laughs> like yay! And then they emerge as a giant like amalgamated porg, which is its own planet. 
God. Terrible. Um, All right. I mean, look, there's going to be stupid stuff. Like, I, I mean, we, we are, we, we, I mean, come to accept that. Early. Well, but it's just minimizing the stupid stuff. Let's hope. Okay. So that's one stupid thing. And then here's the really, here's the thing that, and this is my final point I want to bring up of speculation. Um, and here's the final point of speculation I want to bring up. And it's involving something that looks stupid, might be stupid, or might be really stupid, or might not be stupid at all. Brian pointed out several episodes ago the knuckle walking adats that they have now developed. Like they, they like yeah. how can we sell a new toy? Was our theory. Well, let's make them so they walk on their knuckles. Right? We've all seen these now. I've not seen them, but I, I do remember. Okay, Just, you see, I think you guys showed me a photo from that. That yeah, from a toy. Yeah, uh, I don't know if we talked about that offline or in an episode, but we have had the conversation before. You've all seen a gorilla. You've seen a gorilla walk on its knuckles, right? Same yep. thing. Okay. So the stupid thing, it only has front knuckles, right, Brian? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. So am I actually going to have to sit there in a theater and, and after dealing with force absorbing, um, you know, furry, furry balls and, and, and all this other kind of silliness, uh, am I really going to have to endure like the, uh, resistance like up on a mountaintop like we're safe from the adats here and then have one of them go up on its hind legs and start like climbing like a monkey <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know worse still are they going to go like loping through like giant trees on some planet like apes I, I don't know if their actual locomotion has changed but i mean they look really stupid <laughs> they do no, they would not have given him those knuckles and those toes if they couldn't use them for something, Brian. I hate to, well, I hate to say it. We're going to uh, see these damn things. I'll, climb. I'll, I'll, since since you're taking my point of view, I'll try to take your point of view. The, the entire walker is supposed to be like mobile ar- artillery, so maybe that is just for grip or recoil. You know, maybe they're like pylons to stabilize. Uh, maybe that. That would be better. So it would like dig its toes into like when it gets ready to fire its cannon or something. Cross your fingers. I'll cross my adat fingers. God, I hope you're right. Um, because the the notion of them, uh, they just look ape like, and I find that to be stupid. Um, even as as a kid, I would think that would probably be a dumb looking toy. But so this is what bothers me the most about that you know what if you dig apes you know if you're just into you know that cool shape or whatever fine fine i i dig penguins what benefit is there like why would they spend billions of space credits refitting or, or or remanufacturing quadruped walking platforms for like a slightly different quadruped walking platform. Uh I I don't know. Unless the knuckle was all the difference. Like now with the knuckle they can like they're more stable. Like may, maybe if a ship tries to wrap them up with a line they could like take their little knuckled hand and like meh, like bat it away or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I hope it is addressed in the story. Like I I hope there's a great reason for it. That would be killer. But or if it's just like, well, make the toy a little different. 
uh, while we were while you while we were talking, I looked up the the adats again, and I just they 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 just look dumb. They're like they're like bent. It's it's almost not even knuckle walking. It's like they're they're bent at the wrist, kind of almost. Really silly looking. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I, anyway. My biggest fear, apart from the like, you know, Kylo Ren throwing a force bolt and having it eaten by a little like Furby creature, would be to have them like climbing up the side of a mountain with their stupid toes. Those are my. <laughs> if those things don't happen, this movie will be a success. Yeah, for me. Even if it's your least favorite Star Wars, at least it's a success. Right. <laughs> at least it's not offensive. They, they can't. Realistically, guys, they cannot do anything. Like they, they know how hated the prequels were. Like they, I'm sure they're cautious about doing stupid shit like that again. But I, I don't know. I don't think there's anything like it's not similar at all to anything they did in the prequels. It's new dumb shit. <laughs> well, it's 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 similar in the magnitude of its stupidity. Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Cam? More stupidity, or are we are they going to be? Uh, though, though they're being though they're trying to have a broad appeal, they're they're also trying not to be offensive, right? Um. Yeah, well, here's the, here's the difference is that like in like episode one through three and, and, you know, four, five, six, you had Lucas just running amok, doing what he wanted to do, basically. You know what I mean? To, 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 to the most, to a great extent. Now you have the creative machine of Disney, um, overseeing people that they've sort of handpicked to shepherd the franchise forward. You know, being Abrams and you know all the other the, the other the other people that are involved. So, I think that there are going to be less mistakes made. You know, I, I think I think the, I think that whereas the fight before was probably like Lucas saying like, "Oh, this this is my creative vision," and then maybe some people being like, "Dude, like, I, I don't know about that." But him ultimately getting his way on most things. Now it's sort of like a Abrams and these guys saying like, "Look, this is what it should be." But here's where we're willing to compromise to make the suits happy. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? And and I, and I think that there are a lot of people involved that can stop the process along the way and be like, wait a minute, maybe we need to like dial this back a little bit. Um, that being said, I still think that there were several miscues, you know, like the weird, like racist Jamaican woman in the first <laughs> in, in episode seven. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like um, Jamaican or Trinidadian or whatever she was, like Island, you know, like that I think was a, a bit of a miscue, um, you know, and, and other things that you guys have brought up already. But I, but I feel like they're much more muted and much more blunted compared to, you know, a Jar Jar or an Ewok or, you know, whatever, all, all of the, the holes we can poke in, you know, episodes one through six. Well, more muted – uh, would would work for me, <laughs> I guess. Um, g glaringly offensive, you know. That I say I'm going to walk out. Odds are, I probably I haven't walked out of a Star Wars movie ever. I, but I, I vow, I vow here and now. The the, knuck, the knuckle uh, walking gorilla walkers, if they climb uh, mountains or or go swinging from trees, I'll try to find a way to stay in my seat. Maybe I'll just use the restroom. But I swear to God, if one of those fur balls negates force power i'm, I'm done <laughs> leaving and you'll hear from me that that's that's actually I, i'd say a, a pretty solid bet oh no 
I don't like it. I really don't like it. Like they're gonna weaponize them or something? Like <sighs> it, it's probably just as simple as like cloaking. It's probably just like, you know, Kylo Ren can't feel where we are. Because we have these creatures. Right. Like I, I don't I don't think they'll like absorb force lightning. But uh... it's still pretty stupid that that then like every rebel or every you could just see where that leads. Like d- depending on how many of these creatures there are, every uh, resistance fighter like ends up with one of those like in the cockpit to like negate force power. And... <sighs> they could go bad places with that, Brian. Even that power. Yeah, they they definitely could. All right. Anyway, that that's my deal breaker. My deal breaker is those stupid things having too big a role. Uh, apart from that, I'm very much looking forward to this movie. How about you guys? Any deal breakers? Deal breaker is Porgs just being like absolutely meaningless to the story, like only being there to be cute. Mm. You're saying that's their only purpose? Like they're they're only there to sell a cute toy or? Right. Like they do nothing. Like they don't absorb. They don't have like, you know, secrets. They don't have like, oh, there's some cute animals that live on this planet with me. Oh, let's take them along. They're so adorable. (sighs) Or like almost like tribbles, like oh no, one snuck on the Falcon, and now we're stuck with it. Uh. Yeah, Christ, yeah, they had. I don't know. The things serve some kind of stupid purpose in the uh, <laughs> in the movie, or they wouldn't be there. They they're going to write them in somehow to play some pivotal role. What do you think, Cam? Well, hopefully it's hopefully it's not Daisy. You know, just finding one and being like, oh, this is cute. I want to take it home. <laughs> that would be shitty. Just like a a pet. I think that would just like I love like her character and like she's strong and she's smart and she's cool, but it's not like, hey, I'm a strong female character. It's just she just is. You know what I'm saying? Like she just is. Even more so than I think even Wonder Woman. You know, in the, in the Wonder Woman movie, like she's just fucking badass. You know, and I think if they like marginalized her character that way would be pretty shitty. Okay. So you've ruled out her being a cute thing. She insists on taking on board the Falcon. I'm, I haven't ruled it out. I would just say that would do a huge disservice to her character and women in general. Yeah. Yeah. And, and movies in general. I mean, I'm by, I, I'm by no means a woman, you know, an, an expert on women. I mean, I think we all know that. <laughs> but, I mean, if, if, if my years of life have proven anything, it's proven that. But, um, you know, I, I think that uh, that would be pretty. You know, if I were a woman, that would that would offend me, probably. Yeah. All right. Let's let's assume that that's not going to be the case too. Um, okay. So so far, Brian sounds like he has the most viable uh, role for the porg. So now I I'm, I'm cautious about seeing the movie. <laughs> I'm really I'm really worried about. You'll that. know in 48 hours, yo. We sure will. We sure will. And uh, I'm sure we will discuss it on our next episode. I'm I'm nervous, but I'm super excited, man. I cannot believe it's this weekend. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely excited too. I'm like a, a lot of this like uh, speculation is trying to talk myself out of being so excited, but I am really excited. <laughs> I'm almost Disney level yeah. excited right now. Yeah, like I'm literally like I'll be like coming out of the movie. I mean, not, not it's like ten forty, ten fifty for me right now. PM. Like I'll already be out of the movie. In yeah, less than I'll be. Hours. Movie starts at 8 p.m. I'll for be me tomorrow, 18 so. minutes into it. 
uh, by this time tomorrow. So yeah, excited, excited. I hope they have like I don't know when episode seven came out and I got these sneak preview tickets. They had these like really cool 3D glasses, like personalized, not personalized, but like promo 3D glasses that they gave away at the theater. I hope they give those out. Hope they give those out this time. Yeah. I still have mine. I wonder if I, will they still work? I should bring those. Um, just, just so I can look like a super dork sitting there watching the movie. Yeah. Be like, oh, I was cool. I got it. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 that's a good idea. I'll bring mine. Yeah. I'm, I'm into star Wars. unlike you guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's pretty much all I've got guys. I think we've gone over some points of speculation again to our listeners. None of us have even seen the movie or have, have seen any of the previews or anything for the most part. So if our questions seem ignorant, that's why. But uh, I think that if that's it, guys, um, let's all enjoy the movie to our listeners. Enjoy episode eight. We look forward to hearing uh, from you and from each other about how great it is when we, when we get back, we'll discuss it on probably next week's episode. And uh, with that, anything else, guys, anything else episode eight related? No. Okay. One last thing. Uh, I think Disney bought Fox, right? Did that happen? I don't think that's happened yet. I think that's the plan. Okay. Well, if that goes through, are we going to, are they going to remove the 20th century Fox intro from episode one, or are they going to add it to all the rest of the movies? I know which one I vote for. They'll just take it away, I guess. Boo. No, I like that intro at the beginning of one. I think they should apply it to all the movies for no reason, for no reason other than that. I think it would be cool. You think they're going to take it away, Cam? I don't know. I mean, probably not. I mean, if they do like a remaster, they'll probably just update it to whatever their current thing is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, at this point, but they I don't own know, it. So. Yeah. I mean, that 20th century Fox like trademark has a, has a value to it as well. You know what I'm saying? Like they're buying the brand as well as the assets. So, I mean, at that point, if they own it, then what do they care? You know? Right. True. I mean, unless they're trying to bring everything under one like banner brand, um, which may be their strategy as well. Um, to prevent confusion. Yeah. Yeah. But then maybe they want confusion. So people think there's like a variety of entertainment out there, not all owned by one company. Right. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I thought that was a funny way to end the episode. Um, that's pretty much all I got. If you guys don't have anything else, if you guys don't have anything else, let's uh, punch in our coordinates and make our jump. Okay. Jump, jump through the jump through the shield. <laughs> yeah, let's jump through our let's jump through the shield to the conclusion of this episode. I'll start by reminding all nerf herders that they can check this show out weekly on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or pretty much anywhere they consume podcasts. And of course, we appreciate maximum stars and positive reviews. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and join the Nerdstravaganza resistance on Facebook. Hop on your speeder and head on over to nerdstravaganza.com to check out all of our awesome back episodes and other really cool content. Force choke your keyboard into taking you to YouTube <laughs> and type in Nerdstravaganza into the handy name search bar. Uh, check out all of our video content and shoot us an email at nerdstravaganza@gmail.com. And let us know who your most hated character is. <laughs> nice. And on that positive note, Brian, take us out of here. I find your lack of creativity disturbing. <laughs>